Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Jim Pinto for another episode of Metal Workshop. And today we're continuing with part two of our top 20 essential metal albums. And last time we basically created a, a list of finalists, and we know that the list is a little too big, and we need to eliminate, what is it, six or is it eight? Jim? Eight. We gotta get rid of eight. Okay, eight is a lot. Um, it all, is. All right, so we'll we'll do our best here. And uh, how do you want to start? Do you want to just start by each of us offering up one for elimination and then having a debate about it or? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great way to do it. Okay. So why don't you begin? Uh, well, I didn't like this on the list in the first place. So removing Bathory Hammerheart is not difficult for me. I have uh, that slated too. Um, oh, so that's easy. Right. Uh, I, I can I can easily accommodate that. Now, as good as it might be for some people, I just don't think it's a twenty essential. Yeah, I, I, well, I guess what what I was thinking is when I when I when I re-listened to this album, I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and the song that I generally clung on to was the song to haul up high because I knew how to play it on guitar, and I forgot the album's decent. It's it's an album that I that I wouldn't mind listening to. I just don't think that I I think if I if I suggested it to 10 people, one or two might like it. So I, I wasn't 100% confident with it after re-listening. Um, so that one's gone. So we're, we're, we're good to go on Woo-hoo! that. Now, you might be happy with my next one, too. Uh, okay. Uh, Deicide. Deicide. Yep, that's now, on my list. So now, I, I do want to say I'm, I'm happy and unhappy to remove this. On, on the one okay. hand... Uh, so Deicide is a band I remember encountering my friend Devin actually introduced me to them and I ended up with Devin's copy of this album and I, I when you brought up Deicide I put it on the list and there was a little bit of discomfort in the back of my mind and when I listened to them today not today whatever it was when I PM'd you I, I realized instantly oh this is how I remember Deicide and this is why I was never a huge Deicide fan yeah. and yeah. it boils down to their song they're, they're a really well oiled band they, they they play all their songs right they everything sounds like it's it's you know like the drummer's on point the everything works but all the songs sound the same and I would have much rather we had a band like Obituary or Cannibal Corpse or Bolt Thrower or something like that on there if we were going to do death metal uh, right. So sadly, this is like one of the only death metal albums on here, I think. But it's got to go because I just I can't I can't recommend it. And and also I don't really particularly like their lyrical content. Um, right. It's another aspect of the band I don't like. So uh, so yeah. So I say they're gone. Um, so I I agree with everything you said, and I want to add that feeling obligated to put death metal on our list is already a a, a kind of a bad sign because we really. Neither of us are big death metal fans. Well, I used to be in and a death so, metal band, though, so I feel like I have right, some... Right, but uh, oh, go ahead. you don't listen to death metal every day. No, but once in a while I'll throw in, like, death, right. or I'll throw in uh, bolt thrower or obituary. Right. Um, so I just felt, when I was going back through the list and I knew we had to get rid of eight, I just thought, there's no way I would put this... I'll be lucky if I listen to them once a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so uh, it just didn't make any sense. Okay, but like that that bolt thrower album, I listen to all that all the time. Yeah. Um, so, but, but again, I, I don't think I don't think the point of the list is to represent every genre of music. So right. this is our. So we should say because we we uh, you know we did see some responses here and there. Uh, this is just like an essential list for us, and it's probably fairly idiosyncratic. Uh, just yeah. to kind of yeah. you know put that caveat out there. So uh, 
So yeah, so I think we agree on that one. What's your uh, What's your next one? Yeah, you're, you're not, not gonna, gonna like this. Okay, that's but, fine. I, I I was prepared uh, for a few blows here. <laughs> I, I got to take Black Sabbath Paranoid off of my list. That that's a tough one. That's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I I, I have to fight back me. on that one. Not just for myself, but for the fans who are raging against you right now. And, right. And 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 looking for something nearby to punch in 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 lieu of Jim. Um, now, okay, so make your argument. Make your argument. Because we may agree on some of the other ones, and we picked eight each, so yeah. it may not have to go. But um, yeah, I just. I, I had a hard time pulling eight off the list, and that one I looked at it and I just said, it's not my essential. It may be your essential, but it's not my essential. Okay, it's definitely my essential. Can we do this? Can we put, I will put a T next to it, and that yeah, will indicate absolutely. that. Yeah, we'll come back. Yeah, I'll be happy to remove it, but if we come up with a couple of other T's, <laughs> we might be able to negotiate or something. Um, so, so, no, that's fine. I mean, if it's not an essential for you, I just think this album has so many great songs on it. It does, uh, and it's. It does. I mean, and so many of these songs are like fundamental to heavy metal, and it, you know I, what I mean. So, uh, I will say I kept Ozzy on on my list. So okay, all right. That, Blizzard of Oz, but I I had to. This would not be an essential to me. No, I understand. I, there were some where I made that decision where I was like, "This is a good album," but for me, I just wouldn't listen to this all the time. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. that's fair. All right, so so you're not going to like my next one then either. Um, <laughs> so. And I say this with, I know why you like this band. And I, I, I get why a lot of people like them. And it's not a bad album at all. It's a great album. But uh, Fate's Warning, A Pleasant Shade of Grey, yep, I yep, had a hard yep, time yep. getting into. And I can tell you yep. exactly why. It ex- it reminds me exactly of when I try to listen to jazz. There's that, right. like everything kind of is just like coming at me from a million angles. and. Right. Not that that's what the album sounds like. <laughs> that's not like my impersonation of the album. But like, I just felt dizzy and confused when I was listening to the album. Um, I but but again, I know that this is probably a significant album to you. So I'm like, I'm prepared to put a T next to it if that's uh, not only is it significant, it's my favorite album on the list. <laughs> so, all right, all right. I understand why you don't like it. I totally get it. But. I- that one's not going without a fight. Okay, so. all right. So I will put a T next to it. Now that now what I will say is some of the progressive stuff I did enjoy. Um, right. It's just I I now understand what progressive metal I like and what I don't. Um, right. So uh, so yeah. So um, so why don't we uh, why don't we go to your next one and I'll, we'll leave that with a T like Paranoid has. So this one was the hardest one for me to remove from the list because I just ran out of options. But Diamond Head, Am I Evil? You know what's funny about that? I did a 180 on Diamond Head because yeah. I was originally like, oh, I think they should go. And then I went back and I listened to this album. And number one, I didn't have this album. I had Behold the Beginning. And so maybe uh-huh. maybe the selection of songs in that is different. But I really think what was going on is I was much younger when I listened to them the first time. I bought that Behold the Beginning album when they first put it out in like the early 90s or something, whenever it was that it came out. And I listened to it, and I remember thinking there's far too much pentatonic in this. And pentatonic, to me, kind of feels a step outside of metal. And so I probably just dismissed it. And and every once in a while, I'd hear Am I Evil again, like the song. But but going back to listen to this album, I, I was really impressed with the content of it. And right. I, 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 uh, I thought that the songs Heat of the Night, Don't You Ever Leave Me, and Borrowed Time were all really good. And I felt that they all had this sweet sense of melody... But but it still felt really heavy, and so so I'm I'm 
kind of wanting to defend it, but I mean, I won't punch back too hard if you're. I want to keep it on here. Don't get me wrong. We just have to trim the list. Let's put and a T so, next to it. Can we put what's a T? That? Can we put a yeah, T next to it? Okay. So that's three T's now. I know. I mean, you know, it's so. So you're not going to like my next one either. And actually, this is one that I was I was trying to find a way to take it off of the chop list because when I was comparing Fate's Warning and this album, I. Uh, I, 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 I basically decided I liked this better than Fate's Warning, and I thought they had a nice melodic sound, and there were things about it that I really liked. I thought that they captured the vibe of Paradise Lost and My Dying Bride, but in a new way. Um, so it's the Gajira album, and I'm not going to be able to, you pronounce the album title, because I'm going to butcher it, I don't want it. Le Bon Sauvage. Okay. Means Wild Child. Okay, you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, I, I'm, I was reading it as... Lafont sausage, <laughs> and so I, uh, I, wow. I, so I thought I thought it was a humorous title. Okay, so that number one, the album title is a lot better than I thought it was. Um, <laughs> way better than I thought it was. I was I was thinking this is a just what what I, I was thinking. <laughs> like I never got into Primus, and the reason why was because of that stupid title they had for what was it the the Sea of Cheese title? Sailing the Seas of Cheese. Yeah, I could not get beyond the cheese reference in the title. And yeah. that and and when I thought this said sausage, that gave me a similar uh, type of. In fact, what's funny is, uh, you know, uh, I, I I I I typed it out on the list correctly, but I was still reading it as sausage. Um, so, uh, but anyways, I, I I like this album, but this is one that I slated for chopping. Uh, okay. You know, but but I was but but I but I enjoyed it. So yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming you're not going to be okay with this one coming off the list. I, I, we have to remove some stuff. I don't want it to go, but we already have three T's and we barely have gotten into the list. All right. So, all right. All right. So do you want me to so let's it? just agree to remove it and I won't fight you and I'll just tell you that you're wrong. Okay. Well, again, I didn't say it was bad. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked it better than, right. than a pleasant shade of gray and I could get into it. I just was like, I got to remove something. And so, yeah. Um, if anybody is listening, go check. And if you ever listen to Gojira, check out a song called "Stranded." It's not off of L'Enfant Sauvage; it's off of the new one. I forget the name of it now, um, but it's their best song. And I will Sorry. say, I, I did try to go through this list and listen to every album that I could, and that was one of them. And it did at least motivate me to say, I think I need to buy some Gojira albums and listen to this band and get to know them more. So the last three albums are just outstanding. Okay, they're, they're just well, all. When was this one? When was this one made? This was about five, six, seven years ago, something like that. Okay. It's the second to last. Um, all right. So it's. I guess it's to you now for your next one. Yeah. So this one hurt to remove two matter, life and death, Iron Maiden. But you, we already had three albums on there. You know what's and... funny? I um, I have it slated too, but I listened to it this morning again, and I was like, "Why am I taking this off the list? It's such a great yep. album." Um, yeah. I mean, okay, let's just talk about Iron Maiden because on, on the list, I think what we have is A Matter of Life and Death, Number of the Beast, and Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Yes. Um, would you be... Are you, The thing about Matter of Life and Death that I like is it really gives you a sense of where this band went. Uh, yes. I mean, it, 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 it's like cutting off an arm, but I would be willing to remove Seventh Son or Number of the Beast. Oh, man. And, do you know what I mean? Just so we could have matter. I know it's not like 
I know if you look if you look up like a list of the top Iron Maiden albums that are essential that you have to have, you're gonna have like Number of the Beast, Power Slave, and Seventh Son on there for sure, right? Like those are. Right. Um, so I understand that that would be a very controversial decision, but I don't know, and maybe it's wrong because I do listen to Number of the Beast a lot. I listen to Seventh Son a lot, but Matter, Life, and Death is one that I also listen to. So yeah. Um, I don't know. How are you feeling about that? Are you? Would you? I, I'm not feeling comfortable at all. But a decision had to get made, right? You're making yeah. me choose between babies here. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think a matter of life and death, as great as it is, and how it does show everything that you said, it shows where the band went. It's the best of their later work. Um, I I can't remove Seventh Son from the list. Okay. The more we talked about it, and it's coming up. We're going to do an episode just about Seventh Son. Um, and how great of an album it is. And we can't do that and then not have it on yeah. our essential list. Yeah, no, that's true. And also, just I've been re-listening to that album, and I'm just continuously struck about how amazing it is. And yeah. that's very rare for an album that you've been t- you know, turning inside out for, for 20 or 30 years. Um, so how, how, how old is that album? Is that 30 years old now? Uh, came out in 80... 80- 788, something like that. Oh, geez. yeah, so it's old. Uh, all right, so I'll remove Matter of Life and Death, but it's a uh, that's that's like when you know a, a beloved character in a movie dies, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah, all right, so um, but he served his purpose, you know, he got us to this point in the conversation, and and we did both have it. Um, so you're you're definitely not going to like my next one. Um, <laughs> So I chose Unleashed in the East, and the only yeah, reason yeah, I removed it too. Oh, okay, all right, all right. So then we don't even need to talk about it. We can just get that one out of the way, uh, unless you want to eulogize it. No, I just want to say again, it was another situation where we had three babies from the same band, and something had to go, and I wasn't going to remove the other two. Okay, so uh, so what's your next one that you want to remove? Uh, Solitude Eternus, and the only reason is because they're not my favorite band. Okay, right. They don't even they don't make my radar at all, um, and I hadn't even heard of them until a couple months ago when you put them in front of and, me. So. And they are an obscure band. Um, yeah, I can definitely. But my only reservation is we have so much prog metal on this list, and we only have we have so little representing Doom. Um, and I know the purpose. <laughs> I know the purpose is so hard right now. What was that? <laughs> I'm laughing so hard at this right now. But go ahead. Though I will say, you did offer up essentially a doom band uh, as one of the, the. It still is on the list, um, though it's a much newer band. Um, can we put a T next to it? And I will happily Absolutely. remove Absolutely. it if we'll we have back. to. Um, so you're you're not gonna you're not gonna like my next one either. Um, that why do you just keep going after mine? What's that? No, no. About? Hey, hey. I, 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 don't know if you noticed this, but we had a lot that we agreed on, and many of them were ones that I offered up. So, um, I, 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 uh, you know, I, I'm not just going after yours. I'm not just going after yours. Though, the next two are are albums <laughs> you suggested, um, but uh, Solstafir, Otta. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good album. That's a good album. Yeah. But I was having trouble, like, thinking if I recommend this to somebody, it's like it's a that's a tough one to get into. It's like, it's like when I recommend a touch of Zen to people. It's like, it's a great movie, but it's three hours and forty minutes long, and it's essentially like there's like twenty minutes of watching a guy paint in that movie, right? Like, right. like this album kind of has that vibe. Like, 
it demands a lot from the listener, and I don't know if I want to give people this demanding of an album in the uh, in the list. I, I cannot defend it as a top twenty essential from from both of us, right? Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I people just need to know. I think it's a fantastic album. It's one of the best out there. Uh, so and funny funny thing is, um, I, maybe I mentioned this before. I did, maybe I didn't. There's a wrestler in the WWE. He came out wearing a Soulstuff Year t-shirt one day, and I had to think in my head, maybe 10 people watching know what that shirt is, because they're such an obscure band. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 again, I think, I think it's fine having obscure bands, unless I just think that uh, uh, with this album, I, I, it was good. It's like I felt bad putting those, the, the marks next to it. It's just, it's just kind of like a really deep album. Um, right. Uh, so what's your next, uh, your next items on the list? Uh, I think we're down to my, our last ones, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I removed Ingve, and that was really hard to do as well. Okay. But, um, yeah, I know. Um, um, I don't know if it's an essential. I mean, I I'm a guitarist, I, I feel like you have. Essential. But then again, if, if we had any other guitar player on this thing, like Steve Vai, I would just say, yeah, get rid of him. Um, so... I'm gonna say it's okay. Let's remove it. I think uh, it's a little painful, but yeah, it is. I, I think I only listen to that album because I play guitar, and I think a lot of people only listen to the album because they're deep into metal. And it's not necessarily something that you have to. You don't need to listen to that album to know what's going on with all these other bands. So, uh, so yeah, we can remove it. I think that's okay. Um, so I have. Uh, so I'm just gonna. I have two that I'm offering up as my next uh, I kind of cheated um, <laughs> because I knew this one would be so controversial with you and I'll explain my decision why so I have I have the sword age of winters which I really liked actually and I didn't want to offer it up but I also have tool lateralis on here and yeah. the reason why is when I was listening to tool lateralis it doesn't it doesn't feel like metal to me for some reason I don't know why like I know it's I know they're like a metal band but they feel like a little bit like they feel outside of metal somehow and right. so that was my only real reason for including them on for the chopping block and i'm perfectly prepared right. to change my mind um also i'm more familiar with anima and i like anima better but as i listen to lateralis it essentially hits all the same buttons for me as anima so i don't or anima i'm not sure if, but however you pronounce it you know it's a fine album i just uh i just was like is this really metal and so i don't know what your opinion on that is um, well, I certainly think it's prog metal. I mean, okay. I, it's the boundaries of what prog metal has become have, are so wide, though, now that you can easily make an argument that it's not. And I, I don't, wouldn't even want to get into that quagmire of spending the two hours arguing is this album prog metal? Uh, I think it's their, it is their quintessential work. It is the one piece. That if you're going to listen to Tool, it's the one album you should know. Okay. If you're looking for heavier Tool, absolutely. Anima is the album to listen to. And uh, uh, and you can even go back further to Opiate, which was their first EP. That was hard as well. That's very heavy, but, that one. That one yeah, is yeah. very heavy. Well, and also, I'm offering up the sword as a choice. Like, you could, if you want to remove the sword, we don't have to remove Lateralis. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's... That's why I did it this way. Um, I, I am torn. Okay, here's another thing I'm torn about on, on the, creating this list. I wanted to create a list that not only was essential, but was also a little eye-opening. Yeah. That we were providing 
uh, bands that wouldn't necessarily fit into the typical continuum. And then we went ahead and did Black Sabbath twice, Iron Maiden twice, Judas Priest twice, right? So the boundaries of what we've created, defining what the list should be, has made it difficult for me to remove either of those bands that you just listed. Well, maybe um, maybe what we should do then is come up with another idea for a program where we have the eye-opening 20 right. albums. Yeah, yeah, because, I think maybe because this because this has like this list honestly has like what one or two eye-opening albums, and all of them are slated for removal. Um, <laughs> so, like you know, I I feel like what we really have here is an essential list and a couple of oddballs that don't quite fit the. Uh, um, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I think a lot of that has to do with my taste. Well, and my have... taste too. Like, Solitude Eternus is not like a band that like is nobody would regard that as an essential metal album, right? So, right. I, I, and I would have, and if I could have, I would have had Cathedral and Candlemass and a bunch of other stuff like that on here. But all of which would have get gotten cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, well, we're at 21 albums on the list. Okay, are we on my list? list? We have twenty-one. Is that what we have on yours? Let me count. One, two. Okay. Yeah, so we only need to remove one. Yeah. Um, so, I think maybe instead of talking about the sword and tool, we just talk about what's this last album that needs to come off of this list. All right. So, so let me reiterate what's on the chopping block then. Um, so I'm going to effectively make all of these T's then, all of, like the the sword yeah, and, and lateral. Because we're down to just one album, we got to remove. So we have Paranoid by Black Sabbath. We have Am I Evil by Diamond Head, uh, which is a compilation album, by the way. So just uh, yeah. Um, uh, we have Fate's Warning, A Pleasant Shade of Gray. We have Solitude Eternus Beyond the Crimson Horizon. We have The Sword, Age of Winters, and we have Tool Lateralis. Right um, now. I feel like if we remove Solitude Eternus, then we only end up with Jim's uh, <laughs> unique albums, right? Because Opeth Heritage is on here. We still have, right, you know, right. so I, know, I, know. So I feel fair. like it's got to be one of yours or it's got to be Diamond Head. But I definitely don't think it should be Paranoid. I think I think a Paranoid would be a yeah. step too far on this list. Too. Right, right. No, I uh, agree. I agree. Uh, and, I, and of course, I think it should be Solitude. But uh, I think... I, I think the compromise is Diamond Head, obviously. Um, okay. Now, now, what I, what I, it's time. I'm sorry. If we're gonna compromise, it's Diamond Head. If we're not gonna compromise, it's Solitude. Okay. Well, that's. I feel like that's a little bit difficult because, di- like Diamond Head, doesn't reflect your taste the way that Solitude Turnus reflects my taste, right? So, but, let me see. Um, yeah, because I feel like okay, if we if we keep solitude, we keep the sword. We effectively have two doom bands. One of them is your doom bands, but I listened to the sword. I bought the album and I liked it. Um, right. And apparently, I own one of their other albums and didn't even know it on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, Warp Riders. I have to look it up. I forget, but it was a, I don't know. It might have just automatically populated by the unlimited thing, um, but I doubt it. Uh, so Fate's Warning and Tool um, and Opeth. I will say I listened to Heritage and I thought that was a really good album. Um, and I listened to The Warning by Queensryche and I fell in love with that album. Like I listened to that album about eight times between, I don't know, whenever yep. we did the podcast and now. Yep. So uh, that album stunned me. I was I was literally blown away by that album and I 
I had always had this sense that I had written off Queensryche somewhat arbitrarily because of an impression I had of them being a hair metal band. Uh, One of the songs in that album is so good, I think it's probably the best song I've ever heard, or at least the best metal song. Um, So... So there were a lot. There, there were things on this list that uh, that you presented that really uh, impacted me in a big way. Um, but returning to the point, um, do you feel it's unfair though to take Diamond Head off the list because Diamond Head is a really like when I was listening to that album, I was like, this is really like a fundamental metal album. Do you know what I mean? This is an essential metal album. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't want to win on Solitude Eternus just so. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're not an essential album, um, so I would rather take off Sol. If, if you don't, if you if you refuse to take off Tool uh, or uh, a Pleasant Shade of Grey, I'm going to have to still take off Solitude Eternus because I don't think the list would be as essential if we take right. off Diamond Head. Um, right. So that's that's what I would say we should do. The here. I, I look like the dick here, right? Because well, I'm, I'm kind of right? unfairly positioning you. No, 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 I do, and I don't care. I don't care that I look like the dick, because I am trying to make the quintessential list, and I'm okay. giving you the opportunity to keep them on there. Yep. Right? But I honestly, personally, do not think that they they rank in an essential list. I think they're a good band, and I appreciate where you're coming from, right? Yeah. There's some of the things that I listened to on that album, I thought, oh, my God, this is really good. The production value is low because of the era in which it was made, but... I like this. I like some of what they're doing, but I would not call it essential. Okay. All right. So, I I will remove them from the list. I will I will remove them from the list. And what we will do is we will have another top twenty eye opening, or I don't know. I don't know what we'll call it, but it'll be more for bands like that and some of the prog stuff and some of the things that you just want to expose people to. Um, and that will leave us with uh, Anthrax among the living. Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell, Black Sabbath, Paranoid, Deep Purple and Rock, Diamond Head, Am I Evil, Dio, Last in Line, Fate's Warning, A Pleasant Shade of Grey, Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast, Iron Maiden, Seventh Son of the Seventh Son, Judas Priest, Priest, Defenders of the Faith, Judas Priest, Sad Wings of Destiny, Megadeth, Rust in Peace, Metallica, Master of Puppets, Opeth, Heritage, Ozzy Osbourne, Blizzard of Oz, Queensryche, The Warning, Rainbow, Rising, Slayer, Rain and Blood, the Sword, Age of Winters, and Tool Rat Lateralis, which I still think is a fairly good list. It's definitely more leaning in a gym direction with a couple of these yeah, choices. Yeah, and I, I, I apologize. No, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm an unbending asshole. Let's no, no, no. It, it's fine. That. It's fine. It's fine. I think Because honestly, you did offer up Sword, Age of Winters, and that is a band that I would be into if I had known more about them, right? So it's fine. Um, and I think... Uh, I think you know, the albums that you selected, they're quality albums. Like, I wouldn't attack them on quality. Um, you know, just... Uh, the Fate's Warning one I had a real hard time getting into just because it was, like... It was so experimental in terms of the melodies, and I was having trouble landing on any of the melodic lines. Whereas with Heritage, even though it was experimental, I could land on some of the lines and kind of rest on them and, and, and remember them. Um, right. So... So that said, I want to know why is a pleasant shade of gray your favorite album? Because you obviously connect to it. So I, yeah, well, I think it it's just so complex, right? It goes through so many moods. It does what I think an album is supposed to do. I never got into Pink Floyd, and I think if I'd gotten into Pink Floyd as a kid, I would have 
had an appreciation for what an album like The Wall does or Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. the, the the range of emotions that it goes through. Um, but I didn't, and I don't, and I can't stand, uh, what is his name, Glover? No, Fillmore. Gilmore. John Gilmore. Um, I can't really stand his attitude and, and arrogance as a person. I've seen him in interviews, and I just don't like him. I know so very little about him as a person. Pink Floyd is a band where I just know the music, and I know barely a thing about the people. Yeah. Um, and and so I missed out on that era of music. I was listening to Prague in the 70s anyway, like Kansas and so on, but I wasn't listening to Pink Floyd. Okay. And for me, Fate's Warning goes, uh, Fate's Warning Pleasant Shade of Grey goes through so many moments, and people love to fetishize Dream Theater, but I, we talked about it. I can't stand them. It's just a wall of noise. If you if you're looking for that quintessential prog album that that shows you everything prog can do, this is the one. Yeah. Right. There's two others that Fate Warning did right afterwards that are just as good, that are just as amazing, but they don't have uh, they they don't have the length and the breadth that this one has. Okay, okay. No, that's that's fair. I mean, I could tell it was a very well constructed album. The composition was impeccable. And the sound was very good. Like the sound that they got was was very rich and just you know like it didn't. There was the, it's something that I'm noticing about a lot of the newer bands is, is the, the the sound engineering is so much better these days. Um, but I was just I was just kind of lost. Now maybe if I heard it multiple times I would be okay. But th- because when I was when I was listening to Creensrike. The thing I liked about them was there was there was familiarity and there was also a lack of familiarity. There was kind of a sort of like a, a Sondheim meets Queen meets Judas Priest thing going on. And it all blended together in a nice way where I couldn't remember the melodies after I heard them the first time, but I was so intrigued I had to go back and keep listening to them until I started to remember them. Um, and with Pleasant Shade of Grey, I just could never really get that level of intrigue with the melodies. Um, they just kind of passed me by. Uh, so it was just a different, it was, it's, it's a much more complicated album. Um, and so I'm guessing you really like that complexity. And yeah. The, and so I need, I kind of need, you know what it is with Creens, like they're, they're complex, but they still had, they still had like really solid choruses, right? Like the choruses right. are very recognizable. And so, that that to me is I still kind of need some of those landing platforms as a listener. Um, but yeah, and if you look at this list, and, I, and I, you're right, this is more of a Jim list than a than a than Brendan list. Um, if, if you look at this list, though, there's not there's not a lot of phoned in material we're looking at here. There's not a lot of verse, chorus, verse, chorus, solo, chorus kind of structure. Yeah. To this, I mean, Rainbow, Deep Purple, those guys broke the the mold as to how a song could be. Approached. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, but I'm just saying I need something to land on. Do you know? No, what I, mean? and I know you do. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but I like I like progressive stuff. Queen little... Queen is my favorite band. Queen is my Queen? favorite band. Yeah, Queen, and I like their early material better than their newer material. Like when they were really kind of just doing stuff all over the map. Um, but what I need is I need that sweet melodic line once in a while, like that, like when I was talking about King Diamond, like that, just that warm melody that kind of, you know, brings me into it. You know, you get that with Queen, you get that with Queensryche for sure. Like Queensryche, you definitely get that. Um, you know, stuff like that I like, but, but this is definitely an album I think is worth listening to. The Pleasant Shade of Grey, 
I, I I'm not uncomfortable with it being on the list. I think I think it's it's worth listening to even if people don't like it because it's going to be a kind of metal you've never heard before. It's definitely uh, it, it's definitely doing something different than a lot of this earlier stuff on the list, um, or at the very least, it's continuing some of those trends that you know that you had with bands like Deep Purple. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 just it's just one of these things that's a little bit outside of my comfort zone as a listener. Um, but a lot of the stuff that you you uh, you you had me listen to, I I really enjoyed. I liked the Opeth stuff. The um, I thought that the uh, that the melodies and that still felt very familiar, even though they were doing a lot of experimentation. And I liked the overall sound, and I liked Gajira, even though we took them off the list. Um, right. So and and Queensrÿche. I bought that album and I couldn't stop listening to it. I, and there are like three songs on that album that I just keep listening to in a row. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so uh, if, if anything, I you know I'm, I'm satisfied that I got Queensrÿche out of this experience. Um, and and so yeah, so I I, I uh, you know I, I I'm I'm fine with the list. Uh, and I and I really do think we should do sort of a more obscure band list as well. I think that'll be an interesting topic. Um, so yeah, I don't know anything. Anything else to add about the list? Uh, no, I, I think if uh, if we had set a rule that we could only pick one album per band, that would have maybe created more range because we have three that duplicate. Yeah, and and so we could have gotten more of what we were what you're talking about in there. We could have fit some stranger bands in there. Uh, Gojira certainly would have stayed on the list, for instance. And uh, I just want to say one last thing about Opeth. Fate's Warning is my favorite band, but I listen to more Opeth during the day than I do Fate's Warning. Okay. Because because I've only discovered Opeth in the last 10 years, uh-huh. and so a lot of their stuff is still feeling new to me. But Fate's Warning, I've been listening to it since 86. So okay. uh, uh, a lot of it, not, none of it's repetitive to me, but a lot of it is, yeah, okay, I've heard that song, I'm not in the mood for it right now. Um, so it, Opeth is really the best new band out there. For So for you to like it and appreciate it is kind of a it's kind of vindicating for yeah. what they have done for music no no, no it, was, it was very good and again it's 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 a like that style of music is something that i'm not like always 100 percent comfortable when i listen to it just because it's it's it, it i can get disoriented but that album i found there was enough melody for me to um to to to, to just kind of lean on to and uh yeah no and i i think i think that uh I mean, with with the whole thing where we have multiple bands, I was thinking about that, but I think it would be really unjust to have... If, if you didn't have Number of the Beast and Seventh Son on a list like this, and if you didn't have Heaven, Hell, and you didn't have Paranoid, I feel like it would be a very incomplete list. Um, and I feel like the same way with Judas Priest. Like, if we just had Sad Wings of Destiny, that's only one aspect of what Judas Priest can do, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you need yeah. something later just to get the, the broader right. range. Uh, These bands that have been around a long time, their sound changes. And if they're still good 20 years later, you really do need to include their later work. I agree. And and I feel like with Sabbath in particular, you really need to hear Dio Sabbath and Osborne Sabbath to get just a sense of how different the... Because, I mean, Heaven and Hell is such a different album. Even, not just in terms of the vocals, but in terms of the guitar. 
like the guitar sounds different on that album than it sounds right. on Paranoid. So, you know, you, you, I, I, I don't think that people get as much out of Heaven and Hell if they only listen to Heaven and Hell and they don't listen to Paranoid and then realize that this is a band that like revitalized with this album. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a renewed vitality and a new sound and, and you need to know what their old sound was in order to appreciate that. Um, so, you know, I, th- I think, I think that it did limit us, but it was kind of essential to do that. Um, so yeah, so no, I, 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 I'm, I am satisfied with the list. Uh, I, I just am a little mournful that I feel like we should have had some death metal on here. And I feel like it was my fault because I think I offered up bolt thrower as my only option. And I probably should have offered up a wider range of death metal uh, at the beginning so that we could have found something that was going to be agreeable. Uh, I don't think it would be the final cut regardless because I don't think you and I love death metal enough to fight for it. Well, I would have fought for... Um, if, if Bolt Thrower had made the list, I would have fought for that. And I would have fought for Obituary. But I don't think you liked Obituary when I sent you the list. No, I did not. Um, I'll tell you why I liked Obituary and why that album in particular. I think that um, the big difference between... The reason I chose Obituary, the reason I, sele- I sent that to you is because if you listen to those albums side by side, the Deicide album and Obituary... Every obituary song sounds different from the next one, right? Like, they mix up the rhythm of the vocals. They mix up the styling of the vocals a little bit from time to time. And they mix up the rhythm of the guitar and the sound of the guitar so that you can sort of distinguish between the songs and the album just going by memory. And with Day Aside, it's all one big long blur of sound that sounds exactly the same. And so that's why I chose them, and I just wanted to yeah, I just wanted to show that you know there are, there are death metal bands that are capable of writing songs that sound distinct and memorable from each other. Um, but obviously, Obituary is not not to your taste. Uh, out of curiosity, what what was it about Obituary that you didn't like? I think it's just difficult for me to get into death metal in the first place. But, okay, okay, that's um, fair. Everything, everything just sounded. Um, and I didn't stay on the song all that long, so that's not really very fair. But as soon as he started singing, I mean, I just tuned out. Okay, that really, that's really what happens with all death metal for me. Okay, um, okay, I can understand that reaction. With with obituary, the thing that I like about the vocalist is he does actually mix up the rhythm a lot of his vocals, and so you yeah. can you can and there's kind of a little bit more of emotion behind his voice too. Like he, it's a little they're into cheesy stuff, right? Like they're kind of in the cannibal corpse territory. But but there's an enthusiasm behind it. And I feel like with Deicide, they're just trying to intimidate their audience. Do you know what I mean? And I don't I, yeah. I don't need that. Like, you know, there's only one band that succeeded in doing that, and that's Slayer. And no other band achieves that, in my opinion. And I think I think especially in death metal, I feel like it feels forced when they try to intimidate you. So um I don't know. I just I, I just was realizing how, how much I remembered how how much I disliked Deicide as a band, um, yeah. and 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 I feel like Obituary was just a more fun choice. So, uh, but anyways, yeah. So that's that's the list, and we'll post it up in the description below, and we'll uh, be back on. I think next week we're doing the Seventh Sun album, and you know if we have another topic, I know we want to do. What was the topic we wanted to do? The When Good Bands Go Bad was When our, Good Bands Go Bad, and then now uh, top twenty obscure albums. Yeah. So, so we'll be back with those as well. And until then, we will talk to you later. <laughs>